gardens, our custom framing experts see the big picture and give it the perfect frame. Photos, keepsakes, art, you name it, we can frame it. Surrounding what you love with the best moldings and matte combinations around at the right price. Whether it's for you or a gift for another, we'll create a frame as special as the memory that's in it. Prairie Gardens Custom Framing. Frame the moments that matter. Springfield and Duncan Champagne. Well, good morning. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and this is Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Join us if you can. We're at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan, or you can uh, call in at 356-9397. Even text your questions or comments to our experts at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, including Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Marianne. Let me turn you up a little bit. Oh, and thank you. I love that. Good morning, John Weisgarver. Good morning, Tamara. <laughs> All right. And then Steve Brown, is he on a shopping trip this weekend? Yes, he, he is. is. Oh, good. So oh. that means lots of new stuff showing yeah, up in the well, store. Yeah, it could be good. It could be bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, uh, he's been buying plants like crazy this week. We're, we're pretty crammed in with plants yeah. right now, which is a good thing. That's fabulous. Oh, good. There's it, so much color back in the greenhouse. It just looks like time, doesn't it? Let's just get out there and do it. Yes. Well, except for the weather. <laughs> well, yeah. You look out. The yard's a little wet. Ground's a little unworkable. But that's all right. Nevertheless, what do you want to do on a rainy afternoon? I would come to Prairie Gardens just to stroll around. No kidding. And enjoy the colors and the, smell and the smells and the plants. And, and also pick up some of the deals that you have going on. Oh, my gosh, yes. yes. Perennials well, you already have up to 40% off on yeah, some of them. Some it's, of them are. It's so cool because all the perennials are 20% off. And At then least, we, yeah. yeah. And then we have some specific price points too. Some some are thirty percent off. Some are forty percent off. So some really great deals. Absolutely. And you know what? What? Even though you can come and buy them and and still have them ready Absolutely. to plant. Yeah. I mean, there's oh, yeah. no reason that you can't buy them. And, and when you when it's ready and the time is right, you can get out there. And work the soil. They mm. they won't mind sitting outside. They've been they haven't. We don't keep them heated or anything, yeah. so they're ready. Just you know, line them up right by your garage or something, and then when the right when the time is right, get out there and do it. Okay. All right. Oh, I'm yeah. so ready. You you? <laughs> yeah, you don't have to convince me much. But I just want to work outside. You had the opportunity to do some planting this week. Oh my gosh! Did you? Oh my gosh! So you know, over the last few years, I've lost um, a couple of major trees in my yard. So my backyard is kind of changing into a sun garden rather than a shade garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, you know, it's it, it, you really do grieve for those those plants that you lose. I mean, my a, a couple of really big old trees. So you know, I'm I'm really sad about it. But then all of a sudden, it occurred to me, well, I can do sh- sun gardening now. Duh. Oh, as opposed to shade gardening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> right plant, right place, remember? Um, right. Yeah. So it's been really interesting, and it's been a, a huge metamorphosis this last couple of years. But um, the middle of the week, I had a day off, and it was just beautiful this week, you know, just fabulous. Yeah, I was jealous. So I, I, I purchased probably a dozen shrubs, <gasps> and I got them all in the ground the next day, every one of them. 
Wow. I got a couple of bags of manure. You know, you always want to incorporate compost mm-hmm. or composted cow manure or something yeah. into your planting site. Just dig it in, then dig your hole, and then put your plant in. You know, you can rough up the roots on some of the uh, shrubs because they're pretty well grown. They have nice root systems, and sometimes they'll get really compacted against the side of the pot. So you want to break that up a little mm-hmm. bit. And even if you have to, cut it a little bit with a knife if you can't work them apart. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So they just need that fresh start. And, and the compost is a gentle fertilizer, so, you know, it just kind of helps the plant get off onto the right start and then mulch around the top of it. Yeah. I was so tickled I couldn't stand it. I understand that's, that. That's great. And, and with your planting, uh, just a gentle reminder to people who maybe never planted a shrub or tree before, uh, dig your hole twice as wide as the container, but the same depth. Oh, that it that the container is. You don't want to plant lower than the soil surface of the pot. Yeah, if if anything, maybe plant it just a little bit higher, just in case some settling occurs. Okay. With the soil, so so yeah, that's the the instant death of of a tree or shrub is if it's planted too deep, because it'll start to strangle strangle the. But then also the twice as wide, I wouldn't have guessed. And that's to allow your your roots to. To, to work out. To work out. Yeah. You know, she talked about how she broke the roots up or, or sometimes cut them a little bit because sometimes they're really tightly packed in yeah. those containers. And there's no way you can, can pull them apart or anything, but yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to hear, though, that they the roots would spread more uh, horizontally than vertically. Well, they'll do both things. Right. Okay. But you want to give them as much chance as you can, and it's really important, like John said, not to plant too deep. So, you know, if you if you giving them the best chance you can, um, do the the loose soil around it that you've incorporated compost into. So, yeah, it works. Okay. Yeah. So, what you get to Sounds do this great. week? Well, well, not a wait, whole lot. First, I'm wondering oh. what what kind of shrubs did you put in? Oh my gosh, what did I do? Uh, red twig dogwood, the shrubs. Oh. Which um, ivory, ivory halo? They have that little kind of white margin on the leaves, so it kind of brightens up an area. I love that one. I am so excited about this plant. It's um, a shrub service berry, not a tree, a shrub. Oh. This is, I think, the first year I remember carrying them. Yeah, I haven't really seen it before. It, so. And it's a new variety called Regent, and I think it's six to eight feet tall. So it's it's going to be just right in front of the uh, fence. But it's going to have that service berry flower and the berries that the birds like. Beautiful. And the leaves will turn golden in the fall. Yeah. It, yeah. The, I, I hope it's as good a color as my tree service berries. So we'll see. But I, who cares? Because it'll be nice the rest of the year. So that's nice. Well, right. that's great because, yeah. you know, in, uh, for a smaller space mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it's it's easier for like an in-town garden like you have. Exactly. Where, where you're limited on space. And you want to put as many plants in as you as can. As possible. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stuff some more in there. And yes. and I and I got to do that. Um, I needed a really skinny, tall thing. And, you know, that's not always easy to do. Like we've talked right. about in the last couple of years, though, that's beginning to be a bigger trend in the market now to have um, columnar forms of, of things. We even have a columnar form of a birch out there. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. about that one, I'm too. I'm excited to see that. But this juniper only gets about three feet wide, but it gets about 15 feet tall, 12, 15 feet tall. So it'll be a nice accent, this nice little... Three feet wide. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 15 feet. 
tall. Ish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's about the ish. Yeah. Was, uh, <laughs> skyrocket. Skyrocket. Right? Juniper yeah. skyrocket. Yeah. It has a little bit of a bluish green uh, coloration to it. So it'll be kind of Sounds interesting. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I hope so. So yeah. I'm excited. And that's nice to have that, that blue, bluish, grayish, blue, yeah. green color as a different contrast of colors. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I agree. To, yeah. to all the other different shades of green that you can have in your yard. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm really looking forward to seeing how the spring comes out. I just, yeah. I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I'm like discovering things still in my yard. What'd you discover? Well, I, well, our magnolia tree is about to bloom. Awesome. Oh, nice. And I'm very excited because I've never really had a magnolia tree in like growing up or in any of the places where I've lived. And so I'm quite tickled to like and experience my first magnolia bloom. It's yours. Yeah. Yeah. And it's mine. Yeah. That's you're great. Right. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. You think it's a pink one? A big pink flower? Uh, I think it's a think white. It's flower? white. Fabulous. Ooh. There's one just about to pop out. I noticed some on the way to work this morning. Yeah. Um, my regular route, and I just know all the things that are, that are out there. I was looking for the forsythia because I know it's supposed to be blooming now. The things are a little bit late, but, you know. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did see some white magnolias that are beginning to show color. So that's okay. exciting. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. And daffs, of course, have, have already poked their heads out. Listen to cool. the daffs. Yeah. Yes, I have daffs. <laughs> <laughs> They're yellow. They're coming out like crazy right now, aren't they? They are wow. indeed. That's yeah. cool. That's, that's cool. Exciting. My favorite magnolia tree is, is the star magnolia. They are fabulous. It's not as large as, as the, the big the big blooms, but, but there it's just pretty. And yeah. that's a really? little bit different from the, the, the whites that are opening up now. The the whites that are opening up now, they're a stellata, but they have a little bit of a, a fatter petal, flower petal. And the, the star magnolias, the stellata, is, is, is called star, isn't it? Mm -hmm. um, they have a little more strappy leaf, so it's a little more open flower. It's, oh. it's kind of fun. And there are pink forms of that now. And yeah, there's, there's one uh, called Blush, I, I think we yeah. have it. Yeah, Centennial Blush. Yeah. That's a yeah. neat one. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I love that. All right. And then Good. there's the yellow ones. Oh, Wait. my gosh. Oh, yeah. Really? Yellow magnolias. Yeah. Yellow magnolias. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That we can grow up here in Zone 5. Yes, ma'am. Yes. That sounds And do you have any here? Uh, four gardens? different varieties of yellow. Oh, Okay, good. And the one I'm I'm kind of excited about. We've we've had it for a couple of years, but Sensation. I I actually never really looked at the flower, but it's it's pink at the very base of the flower petals mm. and then turns yellow. So it's kind of this blush thing, you know. Doesn't that just sound cool? Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This is Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens, 356-9397. Let's go to the phone lines where Joan is standing by. Well, good morning, Joan. Good morning. How are you this morning? It's a little We're cloudy. Doing okay. Okay. Sunshine inside. Yeah. Yes, that's for sure. <laughs> Works for me. Sure. Okay. Uh, let me just say, first of all, I so appreciate your program because it's so nice to be able to talk in, I mean, to call in. <laughs> Thank and you. Talk Thanks. And talk about what our problems are with our plants, but also sometimes what our problems are with the people that grow them. <laughs> um, let, let me just say that I've got a black thumb and I'm trying the hardest miracle grow and fertilizers from Prairie Gardens to turn it into green. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, good for you. Good job. I, I went to both of the open houses that were held. Actually, I Great. just went to one, the first one. I think that was the 7th of April. And the second one was the 14th. And when I registered for the drawing, there was no 
indication on the slip that they were only going to pick one person in one category. We were encouraged to vote on whatever we wanted, and the drawing would be held after the 14th. So I was shocked when I called on Monday thinking, oh, well, I just haven't gotten a call because you know what? <laughs> I'm Irish. You knew you, you, knew you, you were going to win. Yeah. You no, know, I was, they just knew that I was going to win, and when I did <laughs> get a call, I thought, well, I'll just call them and find out who won. I'm not going to give a name over the radio because I don't want to get her in trouble, but I do know the person that won, and I wish her all the best. Oh, awesome. I'm so glad she got her wish, but here's the thing. Why only one person? Jeffrey Allen makes thousands of dollars from us. For all, I bought over a hundred. I bought a hundred and fifty. I bought a hundred and fifty dollars worth of plants that day when I was at the open house. That's fun. And to do, I normally though. don't. Yeah. I normally don't spend that kind of money, but they were all so beautiful. And the master gardeners did an excellent job of describing not only the flower itself, but how to take care of it. Which is ninety percent of it, really. The flowers are gorgeous, but you got to know how to take care of them to maintain them. That's right. That's for sure. So that's um, exactly right. My, this is my last comment, and <clears throat> I I only wish the best for Jeffrey Allen. Don't get me wrong; I'm not saying this or calling this because I wish him ill will. <laughs> he's he's grown a very successful business over the years. Now, I'm assuming he's still in the high tower up there in command. I don't know. Maybe one of his relatives is. But this is my comment. I'm retired. I had to retire because of two back surgeries. And my doctor said, you're not going to be teaching school anymore. I don't want you walking those marble hallways. He was right, of course. But sometimes men in high towers need to retire. And I'm thinking maybe oh. Jeffrey Allen needs to. If he's not willing to give more than what he's giving. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to one, retire? That's well, everybody's really, American yes, dream. Yes. And I'm sure, I'm sure that he's taken good care of his bank account so that he has investments made so that when he does retire, because as you and I know, Social Security isn't going to take care of all of it, that he will be able to live comfortably. Well, and I hope I we all do that. That's yeah. the goal we that all have to be nice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah absolutely. absolutely. Thanks for yeah. calling in, Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm okay. certainly glad that you had a great time at the open house. And yes, you guys did a fabulous job with thank all you. of the seminars. Thank you. Learned so much, such great information. And uh, and it was neat because, yes, the person who won, I guess, uh, when you ended up calling and telling her that she was the winner, it happened to also be her birthday. Oh, how fabulous. I Isn't know that, that neat? Yes. That's so awesome. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So she ended up, uh, f- I think, you, Dawn, you told me she ended up picking the um, patio furniture. That was her garden wish yes. that she chose. Oh, yeah. so, super. So good for her. Nice. No yes. kidding. That's you awesome. Have terrific sets. Uh, yeah, we love to share. Back there, too. In fact, Brian told me you're going to getting you're getting in some additional sets next week or was that dining sets Uh-oh. for indoor Uh-oh. indoor outdoor he said dining sets and so well. <laughs> i just thought ooh wait that's, that's one of my downfalls too. I can't think of any too many things that aren't. But yeah, I'm I'm up, I'm back there looking at the outdoor furniture all the time. It's like I'm, like I change it out once a year. I can't do that. Yeah, yeah. But you guys are really good at showing how it can be changed up, though. Like by changing oh, yeah. the color of an umbrella. Yeah. Or uh, oh, I love how Brian put up the fairy lights, the little twinkly, sparkly lights underneath the umbrella. That's a neat look. That was a yes. That's a very neat look, and it doesn't look Christmassy. No. Necessarily. It just looks festive. Yeah, it's all it's all part of gardening. Yep. 
Is that's yep. that's where you get to to sit back and relax and enjoy what you've done. You know, that's interesting, John, that you yeah. say that because I always, when I give presentations, at the end of it, I always make a point of saying that don't forget to create that space to sit down and enjoy what you've done. And ever since I heard you say that, I have been noticing that I need more seating in my yard. Well, funny you should mention that. (laughs) We can help you out. That's a very good point, though, because I think that when you mentioned it at the time, you you said that you notice different perspectives and you can enjoy different perspectives. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. uh, uh, In your yard. Yes. Boy. Each one looks different. After you said that, yes, I started taking more notice of that. It's interesting to do that. I I think everybody sees sees the same thing differently anyway. But when when you walk around and and stop and and take uh, stock of of your yard or your garden, you realize that it looks really different from every place in your yard. And then from your house. Be sure to do that, too. You, John, have a fabulous uh, vista out your back um, of the out of the back of your home I do it's it's like I'm living in just a wooded wonderland and you're near the Sangamon River right yes yeah okay. yeah I don't get to see the river but I get okay. to see all the trees and it feels like that I'm works. I'm on vacation I can oh, sit on my nice. screen porch or look out my my window and <sighs> and it just makes me feel really peaceful I'll bet yeah. And aren't you going to do an outdoor space Absolutely. for viewing that this year? That's that's on my plan for this year. Awesome. Uh, okay, well, I want to hear about that because I'm just thinking mosquitoes close to all those woods. But before you get to that, let's go back to the phone lines. 356-9397, Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. And Shauna is standing by. Good morning, Shauna. How are you? Good morning. Fine. I'm just calling about my hydrangeas. They're in pots right now, and I'm getting ready to plant them. What's the best way to care for those? The, are you talking about the tropical? Or, uh, or the, no, I'm sorry, not the, not the tropical. Know, I don't know that they're tropical. I think they were just, they're just I purchased a them at Aldi's, actually. And they were only five ninety nine a plant. I couldn't believe it. And the blooms were just gorgeous. They're blue. So I'm assuming I probably need to give it something acid, like, tea or coffee water once they're planted in miracle Grow or peach or whatever. How do I do that? Well, that that's why I asked if they were the, a tropical or um, a non-hardy. When you when you get things at, at flower shops or, or a lot of times at the grocery store in a container like that, they're not really hardy here. They're, they're uh-huh. more for just enjoyment for a short period of time. So I'd try to be real sure that you've got something hardy or not. And then... Um, if it is hardy and you want to pla- place it outside, you you can do those things that you just talked about. The uh, what, John peat moss and uh, coffee grounds. Yep. And yep. Uh, uh-huh. And we also have a a, a product, uh, aluminum sulfate, that uh, will help keep the the acidity levels correct for your hydrangea. Yeah. And uh, other acid-loving plants. Yeah. What is it? A sulfur? A sulfur uh, it's, product? Uh, aluminum sulfate, or th- there's uh, a couple yeah. other other brands. Uh, of uh, create that's used for acid loving plants like hydrangeas, uh, rhododendrons, azaleas. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. Uh, read the package according to directions of how to use it. Yeah, but I'd, I'd first try to if if there was a a, a label or con- in the container, I'd, I'd try to find out if you have an actual hardy hydrangea because uh, yeah, sometimes sometimes purchased like that they're not unfortunately. Yeah. Right. You, 
Uh, but you could get you yeah. could enjoy it for the season, absolutely. Sure, uh, and I might think sure. that. Uh, um, and I have, I have enjoyed them. I got them way before Easter, and um, oh, that's... some of them I've cut down already because the blossom is gone. And oh. I know I used to do that in a big one I had when I lived in Windsor Park. We would cut it down after the blossoms were gone. Right. And then, lo and behold, they come out. They come back, Again, yeah. Have, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, Oh, that makes me think, if you got it that long ago, that it probably is not a hardy um, hydrangea. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, but you could certainly enjoy it for this season. And even if you just put it yeah. in a larger container and, and yeah. grew it, you, you can still amend the soils to keep it the bluish coloration. Uh, but I, I would absolutely give her a shot. Yeah, I think. Well, and I you think... know, I did get a pot, uh, a clay. I like the clay pots at uh-huh. Prairie Garden. And I got one that's shaped like a bowl instead of a, a long nice. cylinder type. And I love it because I don't have to put as much soil in. And the plants can reach down and get all the nutrients. And then Great. when it does get to where I need to transplant because the roots have gotten too big, I can do that easily. You know? Sure, absolutely. So I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come back and buy some more of those because I really like those. Pots. Oh, that's a great, great way those to do it. That's pots. good to know. I might have to try that particular awesome. shape because I have try it. it. Because I used to put pop cans in the bottom of mine. You know, crush them up and yeah, put sure. them down there smart. because they don't because they don't rust. And then right. you don't have to put as much soil in. And uh-huh. I, I used I bought my Miracle Grow from Prairie Gardens, and that's what I used to plant them. And it's got a certain amount of peat and all that stuff that sure. you need. And um, it's it's a great way to to uh, transfer your plants. Then I'm going to be my husband and I are going to do a English garden or French oh, English garden, and I'm going to do a berm in the front. Now this is in the front of my house under the crab apple tree. I'm going to do a berm and I'm going to put my hydrangeas because they like a certain amount of sun but a lot of shade. They like right? they like shade in the afternoons. Yeah. Absolutely, around here, just yeah. like me. Yeah. I, I prefer to yeah. be in the and shade it, in the afternoon too. Yeah. Good point. And the, the, the crab apple trees in the south, so it'll sure. get the morning sun, but it'll get the afternoon shade. Perfect. perfect. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Thank Great. You. Good luck with that. Thank, oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for your time. I do so appreciate it. The Lord bless you and have a wonderful day. Well, thank, thank you, Shauna. You. you have a wonderful day too. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. Okay, now you were about to tell us, John, about your woodsy scenic view and how you're going to try yeah. to develop an outdoor area. Yeah. So what are you going to do so, with that? So what's really cool right now? Uh, I don't have a lot of things blooming yet, other than you know I've had the snowdrops early and now daffodils. Uh, but what's cool now, a lot of the, the little woodland flowers and plants are coming out, Neat. which is which is really cool. Oh, I'm sure that's exciting. So, you know, one of the early ones that's coming out right now is the Dutchman's Bridges. Oh, yeah, right. Which is um, kind of a, a native version of uh, Bleeding Heart, etc. Yeah. Uh, but they're white flowers. And then there's one called a trout lily, and it starts to come up. The the leaves are just coming up now, and they're they have like these purple spots on them, Ooh. and they're sort of a oval, long oval shape. So I can't wait. And then the flowers come out, and then they're they're almost a maroon or burgundy color. Wow! So so looking forward to those. Yes. I've actually planted those, and I can't grow them. What? That just I know. You're an expert. <laughs> They're just supposed like, to be able to grow anything, Marianne. Well, <laughs> I think <laughs> the the thing about about woodland plants 
they like to be in soil that's never been disturbed. So that's oh. that's the key for those. And and when you try to when you try to cultivate them, it's really difficult. It's difficult, yeah. Yeah. And, and you think about it, they're they're woodland plants, so they have this this um, wonderful material that just drops down to the ground. It deteriorates, and just that happens over and over oh, yeah. and over. And like John said, the soil's undisturbed, and it's just it's just the perfect environment for them, and they're happy campers. So try to duplicate that in your backyard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. You know, it's it's interesting because you know. Years ago, in 1974, someone decided to to develop this area and build houses. Well, well, they go in amongst you know 50 and 100 year old oak and hickory trees, yeah. but and then you know they build a house. And I have trees that are actually some of them are four and four feet and six feet close to to the house. Oh. And wow! It's really kind of cool yeah, how, really. how they how that they come be. in and do it, but but. But there's none of those flowers close to the house because that's all been disturbed. Disturbed, and, sure. And, but but they're all on the perimeters and, and in the woods. So yeah, it's pretty cool. That's neat. Very cool. I'm so, jealous. So what are so, your plans so, for this so summer? I, so I have a screen porch that looks into the woods, which is great. But then I'm going to extend behind it uh, a deck so that I can have a little more outdoor outdoor. Other than sitting sitting on the the log, the tree log. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, and seeing tree logs are charming. <laughs> <laughs> I like to have a piece of furniture to sit on. They could like hold a cushion. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that sounds, yeah. that sounds really nice. Doesn't that sound yeah. awesome? Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know, and you did talk about mosquitoes. Well, that's um, sometimes can be a problem, but but uh, mosquitoes like where there's they harbor in in standing water. Oh. So. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm not that close to to the river, and it. A lot of times, there's not any areas where the water stands. That's good. Uh, so, so it's not mosquitoes as bad aren't ways. horrible. Okay. Plus, there are a few things you can do for sure. absolutely more mosquitoes. Absolutely, yeah. Like citronella candles. Yep. I'm trying to think <laughs> of what else there might be. Would Rub a, it on your body. Venus, <laughs> Venus flytrap, or are there? That'd any be fun, but probably not very effective. That would okay. <laughs> okay, so frogs. So, 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 <laughs> so, if you uh, and of course uh, breeze and wind, you know, deters them too. So, oh, okay. you just don't want to sit out when it's stagnant. And if if there's mosquitoes on the deck, then you go to the screen porch. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Silly me. Three five six nine three nine seven. This is Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, did you do any work in your yard this past week, John? Uh, mostly just uh, clean up and discovery of of what's happening, which is which Isn't is great. Fun? Yes, that is fun. Yeah, I completely understand. And looking that. at the viburnums, are those buds are swelling and oh, they just yeah. want to kind of pop out. Oh yeah, beautiful, you know, nice. Haven't seen any hostas peeking yet, but I'm sure they'll I'm be just close. Barely, mine are just barely, and I'm in town, so. Yeah. I was uh, raking up and cleaning up a big old pile of leaves, and underneath I found some beautiful little sedum starting cool. to sprout up, little green heads and whatnot. And I'm like, oh, hi. So you're in discovery <laughs> mode also, aren't you? Yeah. That's awesome. Well, is, is that what spring is about? That's exactly what spring is about. Okay. Absolutely. I like what that. fun. Yeah. And then uh, I had some uh, potted 
hyacinths for Easter that are ready to put into the ground. Yeah, so nice. I have those. What am I supposed to do again? <laughs> you guys told me like a month ago, and I don't remember. I know I should go back and listen to the podcast, but I have you right here right now. <laughs> so, with the hyacinths, yeah, they've already bloomed. Sure, and and you'll want to you want to make sure that you keep them watered until. And of course, now the the blooms are starting to dissipate, and the mm-hmm. foliage is going to turn yellow. But you want to keep that going, so so keep watering them, and um, and or if it's if you're able to, if the soil's dry enough, uh, go ahead and plant them. Okay, and I so I don't trim them back at all or anything when I plant. No, them. you want to you want to let that foliage that foliage is nourishing the bulb for for production for next, for next okay. spring mm-hmm. so you want to keep that green on there as long as possible you can take the bloom off okay but, uh, that's why everybody makes fun of me because i just cut the foliage off of anything that's any of my bulbs that have finished blooming i just want it gone so i, I just cut it off and I that's absolutely that. the wrong thing starting, to do really yeah. yeah if it's starting to decay though well that's okay that's that's a while away from now oh oh <laughs> But the bulb needs, like John said, the bulb needs uh, the leaves there to feed the bulb for for the following season. Okay. I suppose that does make sense. Do as I say, not as I do. Chloroform (laughs) gathering and... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Processing, yes. Thank you. If if you do that, sometimes you you are uh, compromising the blooms for for next season. Yeah. you You might get some, but you might have more if you hadn't cut them off. Mm-hmm. Right away. So there. Okay, good to know. Yeah. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. You mentioned something before the show started, Marianne, about knowing when to prune your rose bushes. Yeah. Uh, by looking at your forsythia. Yeah, it's um, the time. It's you know I have a whole book that's dedicated to uh, those things that happen at the same time. Nice. It's um. Um, I don't think it's in print anymore, but I've, I know I've had it for probably for 40 years. But um, when the forsythia are blooming, it's time to cut your roses back, is how, how the saying goes, or this particular um, book says. It's, the book is called Coincide, and, it, and some people do have it, but it's it's really interesting. It's called Coincide? Yeah. That's and, good. And, it's, and it really is right. I like stuff like that. Yeah. So the forsythia is beginning to bloom now. And because I was looking for it this morning on the way to work, <laughs> and I'm seeing these little patches of yellow. And, and when I was out this last week in my yard, I was I thought, okay, it must be time to cut the roses back. Well, you know what? The buds are just now beginning to swell, and I, I didn't. I I'm, I wanted to wait through this warm period to let them swell a little more, just to be sure. My disappointment is that. Um, this was a really horrific winter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and e- even though m- my rose bushes are in places that they get a lot of moisture all, all winter long, um, I-, I think then the shrub roses, which is fortunate, but they they so they're they hardy. Yeah, the shrub roses can be cut back pretty pretty close. Um, a knockout, and a, uh, which are just shrub roses, and. Um, Julia Child, one of my favorites. That's yes. that yellow. I love that one. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Too. I do too. Uh, they 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 got hit pretty hard, and, and I'm going to have to cut them back probably very close to the ground, with you know within six inches of the ground, because I'm not seeing any bud swell above that. 
Wow. I know. I, I had that happen to tree peonies. I, I was telling you that earlier. Um, I have tree, well, I've had a tree peony collection in my yard for three decades. And, and some of the plants are that old. Some of them aren't. Most of them are pretty old. And they've been through a lot of winters and have made it pretty well. They're pretty tough. But this year, I'm seeing a lot of things that, uh, I, I actually cut off almost all of my, my tree peonies um, had some dead stems in them. Um, a couple of them was more than 30% of the plant, wow. which is quite wow. a lot. Um, top growth down uh, several buds, because there'll be buds all along the stem on a tree peony. But sometimes I had to take that back 25 or 30%, which is what you don't want to do much more than that anyway. But uh, not very often was the whole stem um, dead in years past. But this year, yeah, I've cut them back pretty hard. Wow. But I, I did top dress with compost. Uh, two weeks That's ago, fantastic. when we had we had a little time, so they have that gentle uh, nudge to say it's okay. We'll get through this year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Well, well, we haven't had that that extreme temperatures for several years. Yeah. But but it, it was for quite a long time. Yeah. It was for yeah. a few weeks. Winter. It yeah. wasn't just it wasn't just a couple know, days, a couple and days, days here yeah. and there. Right. But Good it point. was it was for what was it weeks. two two or three weeks straight almost. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And that's pretty devastating. Yeah, I, I've had I've had people already talking about hollies that got burned pretty bad and mm. you know dying yeah. back and losing their leaves and a, a lot of things got hit hard by the, the extended cold that we had this January. So, you know, it's just one of those years as part of gardening. Right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I have this beautiful rhododendron that's like ten feet tall. That's you know I don't know forty years old since the house was built and oh. it looks really sad, you oh. know, really bronze it's and too bad. and you know it's just because of that factored with where we had, uh, you know, it's where it gets more intense sun in the w in the winter, and yep. it's exposed to some more winds. Oh, extremes. So yeah. extremes, yeah. So what can you do in that instance? We Reduce it thirty percent. I'm just going to watch it for a little while, a few more weeks, timing to see see what's going to happen. You know, I there's some obvious areas where it is where it is dead, and you know, I scrape on the bark and I can see how far back it's it's dead and then i can prune accordingly so you scrape on the bark yeah with your fingernailer if if you happen to have fingernails anyway yeah. uh, just scrape just the f surface bark away okay and if it's green underneath then you've got and you're fine. viable stems okay. well maybe not fine but you've at least a, your plant's still alive Living. yeah okay <laughs> gotcha so you work from there yeah or 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 easy enough you can you can uh Take a, takes a twig in your hand, and, and if it'll snap off, then you know, oh, it's well, dead. Well, that's done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's dead. But, yeah, yeah. Just okay. a couple little quick methods. Fingernail test. I hadn't, yeah. I hadn't heard of that one. Uh -huh. that's, that's a good one. Cool. Learn something new every day here at Plant yeah. Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. <laughs> now, um, you mentioned... Uh, we kind of touched on pruning roses, and then you got off on the tree peonies. I, I just wanted to ask you, Marianne, you said uh, you don't want to go more than 30% with the tree peonies. What do you want to keep in mind with the shrub roses? Or Well, the shrub roses is a little bit different. That's that's one thing that can tolerate um, a, a lot little, of pruning. Okay. Most people don't want to take them back that far, but this year we may not have a choice. It just depends on how well protected they were for the winter. But um, uh, mostly pruning shrub roses. Now, they're different than hybrid teas or, or climbing or um, um, other kinds of rose bushes. Um, it's it's aesthetics, you know. Is it too big for the area that's in? Is it looking too scraggly? 
Um, those are the kind of things that you want to look at when you're pruning a shrub rose, or in in my case this year, is it dead? <laughs> which which might <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm kind of thinking that it's it, they're mostly they got hit so hard it's it's probably forty percent or fifty percent of the stems that are um, top uh, down dead. Okay. So that's you just just have to look. You know, yeah. and every year's shrub gonna be roses, it'll be okay to to cut them. It, it is, and, and yeah. I always think it's a nice thing to do anyway, even if they don't die back that hard. Um, the top dressing of compost, I mentioned that. Um, I, I uh, f- This year, not, and not every year is the same, this year I was able to get out a little bit early. There was a, a couple of days that I was able to tromp into my garden. It was not too wet, and I had several bags of manure. I always say to have a couple of bags of manure hanging around okay. if you need them. <laughs> um, and I was able to get out and top dress around the rose bushes and the tree peonies um, because I, I honestly saw a huge response to that the um, several years that I've done that in the past. I've, I've seen them respond really well to that kind of treatment. Good. So. I think that's okay. great. It's a great, great practice. Yeah. yeah. We've had a lot of calls over the winter about about shrubs and in particular yes. tree roses yes. where the rabbits were while oh, we had gosh. the snow were, were hungry yeah. and you know basically did pruning <laughs> whether you want or not pruning for you <laughs> exactly <laughs> but, uh, but yeah they're like you said Marianne they're so tough that that you can really take them back pretty far and yeah and they'll come back that's probably not the best practice for hybrid teas or or climbing roses but but the shrub roses you can get away with a lot with them of course with your hybrid teas and and climbers and things you you really need to protect those roots uh, over the winter where you're actually piling uh, uh, mulch or soil up to you know 12 to 18 inches up over the crown oh that's that much like a foot to a foot and a half yeah Yeah. oh yeah oh that's a lot more than that would have thought yeah yeah who knew good thing i listened <laughs> to the experts it's, it's essential yeah. okay so so now maybe it's about time that we could maybe start to to pull that back funny you should mention that because we've, we've just kind of accidentally been talking about things that you should be doing right now yeah. but that was going to be what we were going to discuss today <laughs> Absolutely. Was what oh. you should be doing in your garden right now but yeah. that is one of the things pulling back the mulches from from your rose bushes and uh, anything else that you have had um, extra mulch around uh, it's time to pull it back okay absolutely oh hopefully <laughs> i know spring's here right we're, we're, oh, they're it, calling. it's supposed to be are they still saying a little bit of snow tomorrow night mixed with our rain or it's, it's going to be cold but i i think it's cold that um it's i think in it's the high 20s above freezing. yeah it, well i think one right night around. one night it is but close to freezing another night yeah. just below so yeah. both of those temperatures are probably going to be not too harmful okay, it, well, good. Oh, except on me i just don't tolerate that anymore <laughs> <laughs> it just, i've already acclimated let's get on <laughs> understood <laughs> That's oh, good. Gosh. So a few other things we should be thinking about in our uh, gardens right now. Absolutely. Um, if you if you want to plant now, containerize plants. Oh, do it in a container. Good point. Like all the shrubs I just Trees, put out. Trees, shrubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Marianne did this Wait, week. all those shrubs that you put out this week you yeah. said a dozen they're all in containers yeah no oh. no well they were oh <laughs> oh okay they're, take you, them you, out you of the get, containers and get. put them in the ground <laughs> <laughs> you know that stuff we sell back there outside all those Boy, pots that was a lot of work marianne <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah yeah 
the shrubs and trees, it's a great time to plant as long as the soil's not too wet. And today it's it's it too is. wet. We, we if you you missed your window, if you had things to get out, um, hopefully it'll be that way. Um, in a couple of days, and you know the winds we have, that really helps dry out the soil and settle the moisture in. So, oh, you know, you know, we don't like the wind. Everybody complains about it, but it really is necessary this okay. time of year. <laughs> so, good point. Yeah, and think about starting starting your cool season vegetables. Oh yeah, lettuce, spinach, broccoli, kale, good. peas, all those kinds you know, of things, carrots. You know, start. You can you can start. And we and we do have the plants of like broccoli. We do. We had some lettuce. Do we still? I th- yeah, we do. Um, yeah. So those cool weather plants can go outside, and seeding them, uh, the soil temps are are adequate to uh, uh, germinate uh, cool weather crops. Yeah. So radishes, all that kind of stuff. It's it's uh, time. Okay, good. But again, it's all about the moisture in the soil. Be careful. Yeah. Don't drop down your soil. Right. Asparagus roots, strawberries. Which we have. Which we have, you know. The asparagus roots, I did not know. Yes, we did already. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Potatoes. Potatoes. Yeah, all that stuff. They're all things that you can plant this time of year and think about planting. But it it just is about getting out there on the right day. (laughs) So today wouldn't be the right day to plant, but it would be the right day to purchase because I'll tell you what, we do run out of this stuff. This time of year, we run out of stuff like crazy. I've learned that before. Yes. I've learned when you see what you like here, grab it. Better get it. (laughs) Better get it. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're, if you're uh, vegetable gardening and raised beds, uh, it's a great thing. Sometimes you can tarp or cover it. Oh, yeah. If we're getting, if you find we're going to have a lot of rain, that's our Steve Brown method. Yes. That we've learned from him. Even in the ground, if you, if you, like, I just, I just bought this tree, and I want to get it in the ground as soon as possible. Well, you know, maybe it's been raining, so let it dry out. But you see, it's going to rain again. Put a tarp over it. And it helps keep it dry. Keeps so the area dry. The yeah. Or maybe you have the opportunity to, to, to prepare the soil, and maybe you can dig your hole, and then all of a sudden, here oh, come I, the clouds. I don't. I can't get the tree in the ground today. You know. And you know what? I did that, Tamara. That's a good point. I I pr- I, I have a place I'm going to put a tree, because I lost them. Remember? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to plant this this tree, and I actually dug the hole. Um, got it all ready to go. So you know, when it dries out a little bit, I, I didn't put the plastic over it because I was too tired i just wasn't thinking so <laughs> i'm gonna have to wait till it dries out again but i do have the pole prepared so or the, the place the location that i want to plant so i'm all ready to, to when when we get the right um moisture in the ground i'm get out there and do it and half the work is already yeah. done. okay so That's so i can plant all the other things instead of letting them sit on top of the ground like I usually yeah. do. <laughs> I understand it, though. <laughs> you have so many racks of flowers and plants in the greenhouse. Oh, you mean that semi-load of, of uh, annuals we got in yesterday? Semis upon semis, I think. Oh, yesterday <laughs> Yesterday was amazing. All of a sudden, it was just like instant color. Boom. The entire uh, is. greenhouse is full, isn't it, John? It, yeah, it, it really is. is. It's beautiful. It is. And, and so perennials... Some are 20% off, some are 30%, some are already up to 40% off. 
You have uh, large half-gallon perennials for only $4.97. You have the 4-inch pot fancy annuals, two for four ninety-seven. Hibiscus bushes and Boston fern hanging baskets are both on sale now for only eleven ninety-seven. Those are tropical, and they are stunning. They are. Absolutely beautiful. Keep them inside for a couple of days. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're, we're yeah. getting close. Just just Good. kind of play in and out a little bit, you know, put them out on the porch or, or a covered area and then in the daytime and then bring them back in if it's super cold at night. Oh, gosh, they're so pretty. Yeah. They are indeed. I agree. And, of course, Tropical Bloomers. You save 25% and you can view more sales at prairiegardens.com. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens with Plant Experts Marianne Metz. And John Weisgarver, thanks both you guys so much for joining us this morning. Big thanks also to our producer, Jim Lewis. He is, uh, of course, uh, standing by and always tried and true for us. And uh, our general manager is Mike Hale. Of course, you can stay tuned for uh, Saturday Sports Talk next here on News Talk 1400, WDWS, Champaign-Urbana. And a podcast of the show will be made available later today at WDWS.com, where you can also find previous shows. I'm Tamara McDaniel from Prairie Gardens. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. It's what you've been waiting for. Extraordinary gardening and more this week at Prairie Gardens. You'll love gearing up for spring, picking right from greenhouses, growing the prettiest and most colorful annuals and perennials that'll make the neighbors jealous. And where you know you'll always get the best gardening advice when you need it the most from the Prairie Gardens plant experts. So when you just can't wait to garden, hurry into Prairie Gardens for extraordinary gardening, home decor, and more.